0: Hey, this is Dave. You're listening to RadiostarImprov.com. The following story is completely improvised. This week's story... A Dog's Life.
1: Could you get me that, uh, that cocktail right now? I'm waiting for that Jack and Coke. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Ta-da!
1: You know, if your service isn't going to be faster, I don't think you're going to last here.
0: Well, maybe you should slow down your perceptions.
1: I've got 125 people waiting for their drinks. Hmm. I'm just going to skip behind the bar, because you obviously can't handle this. This is probably going to be your last night here.
0: Oh, well, oh, just excuse me. Well, perhaps I shall try serving the patrons while you mix up your drink. Let's see how well you do it. I would like one rum chocula. Veronica, what the hell is that about? You got customers to serve.
1: I know, I know, it's the bartender. He's talking about Chocula, Dracula, I don't know what. He's been watching too much Sesame Street or something. He
0: doesn't work here. That's not the bartender, that's a customer. What's he doing behind the bar? You tell me, it's your shift. Look, I run a bar here, not a library. The guy can't just browse behind the bar.
1: Look, man, I'm doing the best I can, but I can't serve customers and make the drinks all at once. I thought we talked about this.
0: Veronica, you're gonna have to do better than that.
1: I need this job. Yeah, I
0: know you do, and I need somebody who knows how to get drinks to customers instead of making my life difficult. I did not buy this bar to listen to my employees complain, okay?
1: Well, you know, as someone who has worked in bars for the last 10 years of her life, You're kind of confused if you think that someone can cocktail and bartend at the same time.
0: You're in charge of three other waitresses. You're ahead of the shift. You know what? Get out of the way. I'm going to make the drinks. Just go ahead and keep an eye on things. I'll take care of things here.
1: Don't be mad at me. It's not my fault. Mm -hmm. Fine. Okay, I need a Jack and Coke.
0: There you go. Thanks. Hey. Remember to smile.
2: Yes, hello? Hello, is... Uh, I, I'm calling for Sam Cromwell. Hello?
0: This is Sam Cromwell.
2: Uh, yeah, this is Judy. Judy, the breeder. We talked two weeks ago. Oh, Judy, yeah, hi, hi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that litter is in and there. Good-looking pups. Really? Good-looking pups. Oh, I'm so glad. Uh-huh.
0: I'm so ready to invest in show dogs.
2: Uh-huh. Well, uh, now, there's just one problem. Uh, I think you're going to be fine with it, though, uh-huh. you know. Well, Uh, you're the
3: expert.
2: Well, I know you said you wanted a male, and uh, this is a funny litter because we only had one male, and uh, he was a little queer. So I don't think that one's gonna work out. But I think we got some good-looking bitches for you. Judy, you promised me male dogs. Yeah, but you know, I I'm not in charge of their semen. I just kind of make it warm and cozy. You're the breeder. And uh, romantic. I mean, as romantic as it can be for dogs, you know, it doesn't really take much for them. You know, Gypsy likes Beethoven, but, uh, yeah, that really gets her going. So, you know, it's really different from breed to breed. Hello?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm still here.
4: I just oh, good. I wanted some male so dogs. So how
2: about them bitches? No, I'm, I'm thinking that you're going to love the she-dogs. And, you know, you said you're, you're a single man. Is that right?
3: Maybe. Why?
2: Well, I'm just saying, I know a lot of my single men customers, they love these she-dogs. They find it's a good replacement for a real woman in your life.
0: So, what I'm trying to say to you, Judy, is, um... I don't think we should see each other that way anymore. Oh. I, I mean, you're really nice and everything.
2: Mm-hmm. And... I, mm-hmm. I, I, I... You don't, you don't think things are working out.
0: Well, I mean, I like, I love, I love the dog. And,
2: yeah?
0: And we just sort of, I don't know, it just didn't, didn't pop, you know, it didn't... You're, you're lovely. I, no, you're a great person. You really are. And, no, don't cry.
2: This happens no, to no, me no, all no, the time. No, you see that. men use me for my bitches. Oh, they I'm, use I'm, me I'm, for I'm, my bitches.
0: And, yeah, Okay, so you know, but, uh, I
2: remember the first time we went out. Uh, yeah, that was We went for that walk in the park. And, we I told you about mating and, and uh we b- we mated.
0: You see, that's part of it. Is it's, I just, it's just not it's not mating, Judy. I mean, we're having recreational sex. I it's for fun, you know, and you're like, you're like mating and breeding and all this stuff. And well,
2: I'm having fun. Well,
0: I am too, but not when you're sitting there, you know, you're saying I'm, I'm the bitch and, <laughs> and everything. And, and it's like, you know, usually I thought that kind of thing would turn me on, but when you do it, it's a little weird.
2: I don't know what love is, but I think I love you.
3: Son, I'm ashamed. What do you mean you're ashamed? I am ashamed. How you could let a good woman like that just out of your life, She's out of your hands. She's a fantastic woman yeah, for and somebody else, I think. I thought you had more style and class. I thought I raised you better than that.
0: Dad, you're always saying, you know. She has good
3: other... breeding hips.
0: Oh, my God. You're starting to sound like her.
3: No, no, no. Don't make this about her. This is about you and your issues. What do you issues. mean it's not about her? No this one is, is ever good enough for you. No one's ever good enough for you. You always find something wrong with them. Well, I'm waiting for the right one. The right one. Do you think I waited for the right one? Well, yeah. No, your mom I... came by. She was adequate. I took her. Things were good. And look, now we have you. Mom was adequate? Well, she was good enough. She was there. She was willing. Son, sometimes willing is all you get. I've
0: never you heard need to, you need to accept that, that about you. She, she always says she loves you. And you, you always say you love her. What oh, are you, you talking about? I
3: love her. What are you... I enjoy her company.
0: You're about to confess to me of some affair or something, aren't you? No,
3: no, no. No, I believe very strongly in in integrity. I think it's very important that you live by your decisions. And you decided to take on this lady. I'm getting a lot of mixed signals from you, Dad. No, I'm saying you need to follow through. You got involved with Judy. You do right by her. This has to do with her parents, doesn't it? Now, oh my God. Hey, club people. You want me and Judy to breed, don't
0: you? made some deal with Judy's folks and now we're supposed to breed and have these uber club children that are going to be at the golf parties and everything. You I'm not going to say gonna be that your,
3: like your it's st- a bad thing.
0: I'm not going to be your, your your your
3: stud, stud. Stud,
0: stud.
4: No, oh, I was just practicing my stroke. I didn't know you came in.
3: I was talking with our son. Oh dear. I blame you and your side of the family. You and your free-thinking ways. <sighs>
4: I'm counting 10, I'm breathing in, I'm letting out. Now, what is it about our pampered little pedigree?
2: It
3: appears that he has decided that he does not want Judy anymore. He has broken up with her without even consulting us first.
4: Well, dear, you know, things do change. I myself have felt stirrings of wanderlust from time to time.
3: Feeling a stirring is one thing, but actually cutting off a valuable breeding opportunity.
4: I know if I did certain things, you'd... Well, you'd probably have me put down. Possibly. Metaphorically, of course.
3: Metaphorically, of course. What else is he going to do? Go to bars and pick up waitresses someplace? See, this is the problem. He will go outside of the established circles, and you know what that creates.
4: There's something you should be paying more attention to.
3: I really don't know what that could be. Me. Excuse me.
4: You. We.
3: We. You. Yes. Me. Are you not wearing the finest clothing and shoes? Are you not fed every single day with the finest foods? Do we not have a fabulous house, a country? There's club? more
4: to life than kip and kennel, okay? I just want you to sign this and be a gentleman about it.
3: You it's want me to sign writ this? writ of divorce. And why should I sign this? In case you have forgotten, we have a traditional marriage, based on property.
4: And while I do not wish to diversify the holdings, I have to let you know that sometimes a dog must have its head and run.
3: Some dogs must be kenneled. Margaret.
4: Love watching you frolic out
3: here. <laughs> How's that fixed
0: husband of yours?
4: <laughs> well, he's been muzzled, you might say. Really? Don't toy with me. You know why I'm here.
0: I do enjoy toying with you, Margaret.
4: It's always run fetch, Margaret. Come, come, Margaret. Sit. Yes. Good. Thank you.
0: Now tell me more.
4: I handed him the writ of divorce. Mm-hmm. I told him I had met someone. I didn't say your name.
0: Did you describe me to him?
4: He didn't want to know.
0: If you had described me to him...
4: How would I have described you? Yes. You like it when I describe you? Yes. May I stand? Okay. Thank you. If I were to describe you, I would say that you are purebred and yet mm. with a little strain of mutt.
1: Hmm?
4: There's something about you that's not pedigree, and I find it very exciting.
0: I don't...
4: Of course you don't. But I looked up your genealogy. <gasps> and I know your secret.
0: I'm an orphan, okay, Margaret? Don't,
3: don't... Can you do this to me?
4: Because I want you to know that I love you even though you're not pure blood. Margaret. I don't care if you're part hound or part runner And I just... I love you. Margaret. And together, well, we can break out of this pampered kennel we live in.
0: You've been listening to David Austin Groon, Diana Brown, Christopher DeYoung, Jennifer Jaje, Julie Kurtz, Zach Stern, and Dan Wilson. Radio Star Improv is a Cassandra's Call production. Badoom.